Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our first B&C of the season. Apologies on behalf of my follically challenged friend in the uh in the lovely shirt tonight i must say matt i do like your shirt um <laughs> but yeah apologies on his behalf he was uh he's as we keep saying he works relatively high in it why don't you tell us actually what you do matt and what you struggle with come on <laughs> uh weirdly i work in uh looking after colleague devices so endpoints <laughs> so i look after laptops desktops builds you know, that's all the shit. <laughs> yeah, so that's what he does for a living. Yeah, when it comes to an OKV podcast, he's, he has to he has to borrow about 16 laptops off his neighbours to get one that works. Do you so, know how we're on? Thanks for, I went on as well. <laughs> and I went in time. Where are you? <laughs> it where are you? Where are you? Look, what a game. A lot, a lot to talk about. I know you've been, uh, you've had sort of prior, uh, prior uh, engagements. So we'll, uh, we'll run the intro and we'll get into it. <laughs> you want him you're, you're not doing that either. <laughs> you're not doing that either. I've got it. Here we go. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome, welcome! <laughs> As one of our, one of our, one of our originals used to say when he used to. Welcome, say welcome, welcome! <laughs> Funny enough, we should say that actually because we were looking, we got some clips up the other day, didn't we, Gilly? In the group of uh, of when we first started out. This is our third season now. Obviously, for those who's who's followed us, thank you ever so much. But yeah, this is we're in our we're in our third season, and we look back at some of the stuff from the first season when Carl looked like uh, looked like he, 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 <laughs> pre a pre up. 
and there was, yeah, there was some, there was some, there was some really funny hairstyles, and, and, and I know it was only two and a half years ago, but like you look back now, and some of the stuff we used to say and get into, and that me and Jay used to spend half his time knocking each other out by the internet, and. Uh, but yeah, we look back and uh, yeah, some of the stuff. But but yeah, but anyway, back to the welcome, welcome, welcome. That was one of our original hosts. What they used to say when they when they uh, when they when they when they end, when we entered and started. But yeah, thanks ever so much for joining us, following us along the way, Gilly. Thank you for eventually coming on. Uh, I know you only caught <laughs> the second half uh, of the game today, I did. but arguably the the most exciting probably half of the game, in, in my opinion. We, we we played better football in the first half for me. Um, but but yeah, we, we were certainly it was certainly a better better second half for a neutral to watch. I think. Um, I'll start. We'll, we'll start. I mean, has anybody got anything in the comments that they'd like to say uh, about the first half? I thought I give my ten penneth. I know you missed it, Gilly. Uh, I thought we controlled. The I had game it on really radio. Well. So I, I, oh, did I, you? I heard some of it. I, I, yeah, I got, okay. I got about halfway through first half, so I, I know I was asking about the scores, and so I, all I was seeing in group chats were fuck. <laughs> it's like right, okay, we've conceded then. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, but yeah, I managed to get I some mean, of it on radio in first half, and I've got to be honest, it sounded. I mean, it's difficult to get it on radio, especially when you're listening to radio leads, because you know it's it's not too bad, but it's slightly biased towards leads, and it's difficult to get a handle of it. But it sounded like we were playing good stuff. I was just going to ask you that actually. I was going to ask you. Um, how did it come across on the radio? But if you're listening on radio leads, obviously there is that little bit of bias. But I mean, my, I, I, to sum up my, the first half for me, we controlled the game quite well. We, we got caught on the break a couple of times. It was an absolute freak goal from Pordens. I know I put Huang in my tweet, but Huang was the, uh, <laughs> was, <laughs> Huang was the, uh, hang, Huang was there, where there was their danger man today in the absence of of Jimenez. Um, so so yeah, I thought I thought we controlled stuff. We looked really really eager, you know, com- competing. We were battling for every ball. We were getting forward. We were getting back, and 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 that this this marsh style of pressing, if you like, um, really worked for us. I mean, we'll get ripped open by a good side. We will get ripped open if we play like that against a good side. But when we're choosing our battles and and the teams that we're playing against and how we play against them. This is one of them where we have to we have to do that and we have to do it well. Um, yeah, first half, mate. Honestly, it was it was it, it was almost like chalk and cheese to what the football that we watched under March towards the second half. Of, yeah, the, the latter half of last season. Um, you know, there was no stupid long balls. Everything seemed controlled. We were trying to hold possession. The, you know, the pressing worked really well. They weren't like headless chickens. Um, is that sort of the picture you got from listening? I know it's different when you're listening. You're trying to build a mental image in your mind, but like, is is that sort of the feeling you got from the commentary you got you got online? Yeah, it sounded like we were in, for, for large stretches we were in control. I mean, if you look there, Bremner's goal. I mean, immediately he's, he's already uh, changed it. Radio leads are frothing at the mouth about Huang Ivy. It wasn't just Huang either. They were they were constantly uh, talking about it. And if you look at the way that they've played against us in the past, you know, we've complained about it. Jimenez tends to be um, the, the the central focal point of that. Um, but yeah, there were constant comments about the way that they were they were falling over. Um, but but it, it, you know, you're on tenterhooks because you can't really see how what the shape of the game is and that sort of thing. It very much felt like we'd have the ball, we'd have the ball, we'd have the ball, we'd give the ball away. Actually, we'd get the ball back. In doing so, either they dive or we've just got the ball again. And it felt very much like we were just dominating that element. 
Absolutely, mate. I think I think that's pretty good to say you didn't watch the game. That's quite a, quite a quite an accurate representation of that first half. In fairness, we uh, you know we, we we they worked tirelessly, and and, and the two American lads, uh, Aronson and, and Adams, honestly, they're, they're absolute workhorses, mate. Honestly, and I don't know if that's just a typical American style. I don't know enough about American football and America. Sorry. American soccer. But football in American America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Football in America. I don't know enough about their style and how they're, you know, how they're, how they're bred uh, to, to, to play football. And if that is, you know, if that's one of their, if that's one of their key, key attributes is to work really hard for each other, then we've got absolute diamonds on our hands within those two. Tyler Adams, unsung hero. Aronson in that first half was, was, was unbelievable. Uh, and, and they both just, you know, they're not afraid to get stuck in. Tyler Adams was, was winning balls left, right, and centre. He was, he, you know, he, he he's not got, he's nothing sexy about his game at all. Tyler Adams, absolutely nothing sexy at all. He's been putting that team to break up play and be an absolute pain in the ass for the opposition, and that's what he is. Yeah. Um, and you might have noticed that in the second half when you managed to get to watch it, he he, he just comes from nowhere and he'll just chase and chase and chase and yeah, it was absolutely. It, it was. I think one one of one of the things that um, you know, if we reflect on, I think you and I have both said this in the past around our favourite players, and quite high on the list, if not number one, is Batty. And they we're not sexy yeah. about Batty's game. Um, now, I'm not I'm not saying Adams he, he's Batty. Um, you know, Batty went and won the uh, won the title and various other things, and and you know he, he is a genuine legend. But in terms of the style of play um, and the fact that he just didn't care, he wasn't a big guy. Want Batty? Adams is not a big guy, but he'll he'll get stuck in. He'll 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 work hard. He'll get stuck in, and he'll make the tackles that need to be made. Uh, and there were a couple of times on the edge of our box. You know, there were one very obvious one actually where Christensen got cock handler into out of bother. Um, but um, Adams doing that job, mopping up in front of defence, you could see straight away that he's doing it well. Um, not you know, you know not, I'm looking at the second half rather than the first half, but it continued. It, it was a theme, and I think that's yeah. the theme we'll get used to seeing this season. Is it'll be Adams that do the breaking up of the play. Rocker's got it in his locker as well, but he's the player. You know, he's almost yeah. that quarterback type thing that that people have spoken about in the past. Um, whereas Adams is the one that's going to get stuck in, and then the range of passing comes from Rocker. Now, if you look at that, that's what we were looking for Calvin to do. Both elements he did of those both. things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you know, but but it, it gives us that additional layer of protection. The fact that we've got two people in there, and you know, you look at the formation, and all right, it's a four-two-three-one. Whereas we we're all expecting the penis formation previously. That four-two-three-one gives us that solid base. And do you know what? I, and people will scoff at this. I can't wait to see what Furpo looks like when he's fit, when he's in that side, and Christensen on other side with the two players sat in front of the centre backs, ensuring that we've got that protection. Because, like we said before in, in the preseason pods, his, his game is not being solid defensively. His game is being there in defence and then breaking into attack. And, yeah. you know, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing what how those two actually get into the game and provide the wit. Absolutely. Uh, you're not going to get five, ten goals a season from either of them, are you? Rocker or, or Adams, you know. But like you said, no. you quite rightly say, you compared Phillips was expected to do that role as one for Bielsa in front of a back four. Whereas I know what you're saying, when we've got when we've got Rocker and Adams sitting in front of the back two, we've almost got a back four then with the, the, the two 
the two left back and right back actually being additional forwards and moving forward. So we, yeah. it, it's quite it is exciting and and uh, poor striker. He probably I mean I don't want us to focus on any negatives because we won the game, but he probably was our worst player today. Um, but that's because he's not a left back and defensively yeah. sound. Definitely, but because he's been asked to play as an attacking left back. He's he just he's just looks relatively clueless when we go forward, you know. Um, but all, look, tip tip my hat to him. He's got in there. He's doing a job for his boy, you know, for the team, for yeah. the squad, for the boss, and, and he's doing exactly what's what's asked of him. Albeit not not to the levels expected of a, of somebody who's playing left back for Leeds United in the Premier League, but he's doing a job, you know. So just just to touch upon, you said there about Adams and Rocker. One thing. Uh, which was notable was 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 Rocker's absence in the second half. He was quite quiet. Um, he he worked really really hard in the first half and and spread a lot of ball. Um, he, he did work really really hard, but he did he did sort of I, I would, dampen. I probably is, is one of a good word j- j- just to, like sort of when we were under pressure. You know, he, he, we didn't win any ball. He sort of I don't I don't like the term went missing because he was still he was still part of part of the formation and the unit that was moving around and everything but but in terms of when we had the ball at our feet we didn't have the ball so it, it almost made him look a bit bit of a ghost really on there uh, and he yeah, was obviously replaced then yeah a bit of a passenger but he wasn't i mean and- he, if you if, if you watched him he, he he did move around well and he was he was yeah. he was defending well in terms of his position but his his role within that squad as as part of a double pivot is the complete opposite of Tyler of Tyler Adams. Yeah, and but I, I think you know um, to to give him his due because I think if you look, you know, they've had preseason. This is the first game, and this is you know whether it's the best or not uh, is is a different matter, but probably the the most difficult league in the world. Um, and you know the pace it's played at. This is one of the issues that I've had coming into it. You know, we've talked about Premier League experience, and I, you know they've got top level experience, but it's knowing the pace of the game is going to be difficult to get to. Bear in mind how much football he's, he's got in his legs over the last couple of years. He's not played all that much. Now you can see why when you see where he's been and how class their midfield is. You know that's not that's not knocking him. He's just not got that much football in his legs over the last couple of seasons. So it might take him a bit of time to get up to that. That level that he needs to be physically, uh, to, you know, I, I, I've no doubt he'll get there. But it just might take him a little bit longer than normal on, on the back of he's not coming off a full season and then into pre-season. He's, he's not played all that much. No, uh, fair reflection, absolute fair reflection. And I think we've got a real steal on him. You know, there was a lot of people, not not a lot of people, but but there, there was people. I mean, why are we you know we're selling Calvin Phillips, our best player for the last twenty years, and we're we're signing a, you know, somebody who's only played however many games for Bayern Munich, and and, and you have yeah. to look at it. And you look at the players that were in front of Rocker at Bayern Munich, and in Kimmich and uh, um, uh, what's his name, German fella, Wonk. Goretzka, uh, um, Goretzka, and yeah, and uh, and then even when they weren't fit, Alaba had slot slot in there, and we're talking about world class players. Do you know what I mean? Absolute yeah. world class players. Um, but there is a real player in there, and I, I'm really, really excited about him. Um, anyway, I've seen a couple of people mention this player, and we've not really talked about him yet. So I think it's probably a good time to to um, to mention Brendan Ironson. I mean, 
absolutely, without a doubt, man of the match for me. I mean, I, I know we usually do this at the end, but I think it deserves, it deserves yeah. a mention now just simply because of his work ethic. Is you know, it just looks. It just looks almost like he's been doing it for forever, do you know. But I, you, I mean, you probably caught. He looked. He looked quite laboured in the second half, in fairness. But he, but he was still the best player on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You, you might be being slightly unfair there because, uh, you know, I, I think he stayed on until what mid eighties. Um, and and I, 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 all right, he might not look as quite as fresh as he did in the first half, but. He was still looking good. And, you know, I think I went for Aronson to be the top assister in the side this season, um, purely on the principle of what I've seen in, in pre-season, especially that that ball that he played through for, for Bamford's goal against Cagliari. And and I think we, we're just in that position where... Against who? Uh, oh, sorry, Calgary. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cal. Um, uh, so I think, we'd, we'd, you know, anywhere on till, to, towards the end of the game, uh, and, and yet he might have faded slightly. Again, you know, first game in the Premier League uh, and it's going to take him a, a Premier League as the 49ers Premier. are telling us. Um, but yeah, so... But but he, he still looked good. Um, and, yeah. you know, just to reflect on what you're saying around the, the, the player of the match, um, I've got the, the, the player ratings from the BBC website in front of me and Rodrigo scored and he's got a 7.94. Aronson got an 8.32. And you know what? They haven't given him the goal. I know they haven't. I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a bit gutted. <laughs> I've about watched that. that a few times, and I genuinely is he my, is he my fantasy team as well. <laughs> is he my fantasy team, man? I've gutted. Honestly, I, 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 it definitely comes off him. And if it comes off I, him that far out, how do you give that? I know. I, I think that's yeah. especially. I mean, I know it's. I know it's a different level, uh, but especially when everybody was uh, talking about Rodrigo getting a, a, a hat trick, <laughs> and and you know you look you look at the the numbers of touches of the opposition player that they had on the, on its way into the goal. And Aronson's there, middle of the goal, gets a toe on it. He definitely gets a touch. I think that's really, really unfair is, to not give him is that it, goal. Is it as dubious as the Rodrigo hat-trick against against Cagliari? That's what I was saying. That, that is, yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, it, it's, it's not, you know, it's more, a, it's far more a goal than, than, than that, that one. So, I, I don't know. I think that's really unfair, but he did. And so, um, what 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 I quite liked was uh, I caught some of the interview with him after the game. He speaks well. He does speak well. Um, and he was he was asked about the run that he made and being there. And he said, "Well, if I'm not making that run, potentially we don't score that goal." And the defender just clears it. Um, and the the interviewer uh, equated him to Frank Lampard, and he just rolled his eyes and did say, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. No. Did so. You want? Have you seen the penalty incident back in the first half? I haven't. This is the one on Christensen. I've That's seen right, somebody yeah. saying that that Christensen says, you know, it was just a penalty. It was just a penalty. Uh, I think Jesse said the same, but I haven't seen that one yet. So, so effectively, what happens is the ball's in the air. Christensen wins the header, and and Saz come to come to collect it or punch it or whatever. Right. And Christensen's headed it, and after he's headed it, his fists hit Christensen in the face, or his hands <laughs> hit Christensen in the face. Um, now, if that's a foot on his leg or his body on his torso, anywhere else, that's a penalty. If it's even his hand yep. on his foot, on his leg, on his torso, on his on his on his shoulder, anywhere, it's a penalty. I yep. I can't wait. This takes us to this new VAR conversation because VAR yeah. looked at it and they, they did. decided. Right. Okay. They decided that it wasn't a penalty. I'm 
I'm really looking forward to seeing what gets released, and I want to hear the conversation between the VAR and the referee. Yeah, you know my thoughts on this. Well, hey, we've, we spoke about it this week, Matt. Why? What I want to I want to see the conversation as to why it wasn't even sent to a screen or why nothing. I I, I want to know why they decide how they decided that that wasn't foul play. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we 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 did discuss this, and my thoughts on it are: if you want to be transparent, then you broadcast it live as. Many, many other uh, sports do. You know, you, you look league, at uh, cricket. You, know, you, you talked about Aussie Aussie rugby league, which I, I've not w- w- watched much of. But even even Super League, you know, you, the, the mic's up. You you can hear the conversation directly happening between them. Yeah. Um, and and um, uh, cricket's brilliant for it. You know, you, you you get a really transparent understanding of exactly what they're looking at. Um, right down to the, the decision on the pitch from Super League. And uh, if it's given as a try on the pitch, it's like, well, I can't see enough of a reason to overturn this. Fine. Okay, that's fine. I think it's a try and you're not going to give it a try, but it's for my team. So I'm going to take that. You know, I, I, I'm a little bit biased. But if you can't see enough to overturn that, fine. But I've heard, I've heard the way that you've gone about it. I've heard how you've arrived at your decision. And I can make peace with that. It's when it's so, when the lack of transparency is there and you've got absolutely no idea when it seems completely wrong, if you don't have an understanding of how they've arrived at the decision, how can you how can you make your peace with the decision and the outcome? It, it makes no sense to me. And if they wanted the transparency that they're saying that they've put it in for, you don't do it after the fact. You do, it's, pre, it's premeditated, pretty much. It's almost like they're only going to release the bits that make them look like they've yeah. made the right decision. I very, I very, in fact, I would almost put a very large bet on that we will not hear the VAR conversation as to why that wasn't given. <laughs> Honestly, I I, I, I would. And, and and the reason for that is they brought it in to try and promote how how good VAR is and how good it, you know the work yeah. that they do. There's not a chance they're gonna put it on for a decision that like that. No way. And do you know what? I I'll I'll be interested because we can watch it tonight. I'll be interested to see how Match of the Day manage that. Because the co- the, the, we'll talk the about VAR. Of course they will. All the commentators that I was watching it on some bloody channel and um I, I was they, too. <laughs> and uh, all the commentators everybody i was a female commentator i didn't catch your name i, I would recognize it if you said the name but um she everybody was saying it wasn't her by the way karen carney because she would have said it wasn't a penalty but um <laughs> but everybody every all the comment commentator team everybody said it was a, a, a stonewall penalty um how how things like that can can go missing anyway Anyway, we seem to be being relatively negative so far, apart from obviously the praise for uh, for, for, for Aaron, Aronson. Aronson? 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 Go for what you... Hey, Aronson. <laughs> uh, Hannah Brad, you're American. Can you tell us how to pronounce <laughs> Aronson or Aronson, please? But not in American. I would, ca- I would call him Aronson, but I, I don't know if you've seen it... Um... The A A Ran A A Ranson. That'll do. I reckon. I ran. Yeah. So, uh, A Ranson. I am right. A Ranson. Yeah, I thought that. I thought I was right. Cool. We'll take that. Minute silence for Villa. Ah, right. Salenum. Great point. Um, before the season started, we all had to put our flops of the season in. Uh, in fact, if you listened the other night, we, we, we were all, we were live actually when I did mine, and my flop of the season after my dog had headbutted my my, uh, my, <laughs> my, router, my router. When, 
Aaron. Yeah. Um, did I call you American? Yes, of course I called you American. You're American, are you? No, she lives in America. She's family's American. from over She speaks here. with American accent. <laughs> she runs the West Coast Lights. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> Um, um, anyway, um, yeah. So, so my my prediction, Solanum, was was that um, that Aston Villa were going to be the flops of the season, and how much I would love that to be true. To be in a relegation scrap this season with Stevie Gerrard and Frank Lampard at Everton. Imagine, imagine how good that would be to watch. Well, just Gerrard imagine how Frank, fat Frank feels today, being beat at home by by Chelsea. That was always going to happen. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea will be all right this season. Chelsea I hope I hope they absolutely smash him and ever and never win a game. That'd be nice. Ever again. Uh, ever be, again. And uh, to be it, yeah, ever again. And to be fair, it were me that went for Fat Frank's Everton as the flops. <laughs> so all right. In which case they were both winning. <laughs> but um, but yeah, going in, going so going into half time, uh one apiece. Uh we obviously got the goal back. Rodrigo, by the way, who is revitalized under Marsh, I would argue. Um, do you think you know, it is because he's been put into that leadership group? Do you think that's what the root of that turnaround is? I don't know. Do you know what? It just seems he still looks he still looks tired. He still looks like he burns out really quickly. I don't think he's a midfielder. I don't think he's an attacking midfielder. I think he's a nine. Um, and I think he's almost playing off the back of Bamford now, which is which is yeah. almost uh, two up front. Uh, and he's relishing that role, obviously, with his hat trick uh, last weekend. He, he scored today. I think he scored. Did he score five in pre-season altogether? Something like that? Yeah, I think um, so. I mean, it depends how many you give him from Cal- Calgary. Well, yeah, <laughs> Calgary. Cal- that, was, that was three. That was three. Um, definitely three hours there. Um, but yeah, it's... <laughs> it, it, do you know, I think I think this season we're going to see we're going to see the very best of Rodrigo since we've had him. I don't know if he'll ever get to the uh, the heights of when he was, you know, when he was the Spanish number nine again or not. But yeah. I think he's going to, I think he's going to be a really important player to us this season. Um, and when I was having when I was having my my daily um, daily is it daily? It's probably hourly hourly debate on Twitter about um, about backup and players and things. And I, I argued that we're not talking from... about arguing on Twitter. I don't even do that either of us. <laughs> yeah, Aggie Pod. Um, everybody who everybody who argue with argues we've not got enough centre forwards and we've not got enough left backs. My argument for the centre forward was that actually we've got Bamford who's fully. Fully fit. Um, we've also got Rodrigo, who was Spain's number nine. We've then got Joffe, and then we've got Greenwood, who was bought as a striker as well. Then we've got Matteo Joseph, who scores four goals for the under under twenty ones last night. Um, so if we sign, it's not pile any pressure on him yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But but like we said the same about Joffe only this time last year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so um, so so my argument would be if we were to bring in. Callum Wendell, for for argument's sake, at twenty two million, I think it's been touted at. Yeah. Where yeah. does that put Bamford? Where does that put Geldhart? Where does that put? Where does that put? You know, I mean, if I mean, I, know I don't think that affects Bamford slacks. at all. So I, I get where you're you know, coming from. I, I I think Bamford's still our number nine. I think he he's, he starts every game he's fit for. Um, I think you buy Callum Wendell, and and that doesn't change. It might have changed if you brought in Charles De Kettle. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, um, you know, it, it seems like that was a bit of a hide into nothing. The, we know that the player were never really interested in coming. He, he, he made he set his stall out and said where he wanted to go. Um, but I, I don't think we see um, a Callum Wendo 
or somebody like that coming in and taking Bamford's place. If Bamford's fit, he no. plays. Um, what's in, what would be interesting to me is, would Callum Wendo come in and play alongside Bamford? Would he push Rodrigo out of the team and start behind Bamford? Because that's not really... How can he drop Rodrigo currently? Yeah. Um, does does uh, does Bamford drop back slightly? Callum Endo play in front of him? You know, but you know, all of There's a sudden you've got you do have options. But I think he rates Greenwood. It depends for me where he rates Greenwood playing, because Rodrigo's playing off the front. Greenwood tends to do the same. Joffy plays up front, and Paddy play up plays up front. So if you look at it that way, yes, we've got players that can do a job, and obviously we saw Dan James last season try to do a job as well, and. To be fair, he worked hard and he did his best at it, but he, he won't get in the goals that we needed. My only concern is um, Rodrigo. Yeah, played played nine for Spain, but was never prolific there. Uh, mm-hmm. But they all he, he almost played false nine. You know, the, he were he were yes, he were yeah, being he tidy did, yeah. on the ball Send, and he were playing wingers in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 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 he were all he wasn't really playing it as leading the line. He was playing it as dropping off and being a playmaker in that role. Um, so you know, he's not prolific. Um, and Joffe and, and Greenwood might be, they look like they will be, but that's a lot of pressure to put on them and a lot of expectation on them if Paddy's out for any length of time. Now, if he's not, I think we're fine. But if he <laughs> is, and he was last season, you know, that, that, that's, that's where the fear for me lies in not having somebody that has scored a lot of goals in other leagues. Yeah, no, I, that, that is a completely fair argument. But I think I think where I'm coming from is that you don't buy somebody just in case. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You just don't. You don't. It's just not. I mean, in an ideal world, yeah, fine, great. Champ manager, football manager, yeah, FIFA. Yeah. Buy, somebody, buy somebody for 20, 30 million who's just in case. But we're not at that level. I think we just need to be a little bit realistic sometimes that... Actually, yeah. if we if we really needed to, we've got players who can who can play those positions, you know. Um, uh, so so yeah. And anyway, just on just on you mentioned there Greenwood, uh, Greenwood, who Marsh really seems to like. He brought him on before coffee today, um, which moved Klitsch slightly further back. Although I don't think Klitsch got that memo because he was all <laughs> he, <over>. <laughs> he really didn't. He, he was still playing on that on their last man, wasn't he? On, on their defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great to see Klitsch back today, man. Honestly, the energy he brought when he came on. But yeah, in fact, both agreed. him and Greenwood, somebody mentioned earlier, um, somebody mentioned earlier that those those substitutions changed the game. I would I, yeah. I, it's hard hard to deny and, and hard to hard to argue with that. Um yeah, great Greenwood Greenwood just looks like he just looks so mature and and, and sensible and he almost feel oh you almost feel like you can trust him. Uh, and you shouldn't really feel like that about a a twenty ones player, you know. I mean, um, you say sensible, but but he, he's got that element of shithousery about him that I like as well. Yeah, you, there's there's definitely an edge to his game, and he, he don't get bullied out again. You know, he'll he'll, he'll stand up. Mm-hmm. But would it Southampton last season when when somebody were trying to give him? Oh, would it would it Chelsea away? I can't remember, but somebody came steaming in, and he just he just rode it and then steamed in on him two or three minutes later, and you're thinking. Yeah, that's what we need. That is what we need. Yeah. We need we need players yeah. that will stand up to that sort of thing. Can't get bullied yeah, yeah. out. And I think, you know, that, that ball that Click played across, I think you were right at the time. I think it was you that said it, that, that Bamford at that point were looking at about 75%. And I think a fit Bamford's mm-hmm. on that and scores. 
Uh, but it was yeah. a great ball across. And then Stroik did amazingly well to get a corner out of it. I don't know how he managed that. <laughs> yeah. He came um, off the corner flag, didn't he? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, um, but but you are right. It, it Click brought a lot of energy to the side. Um, but Jesse, right early on, said that Greenwood was one of the people that had really taken to the ideas and he, he, he was seeing a lot in him and, and um, was seeing a lot of benefit out of him in training and, and the way that he he'd applied himself to his, his ideas and got his ideas across to him. So he, he definitely, you know, he, he really does. Um, I think that the thing for me as well was, you know, again, when we're talking about bringing in an additional striker and that sort of thing, we use four subs today. And the only time we've ever done that before is when we'd had an head injury. Um, so, out of, you know, we've not used all five, but we've gone beyond the three already. Um, yeah. So, you know, that and, and Jesse's not not afraid. He will tinker. Now, I think you can pretty much name his starting eleven when you know who's fit. You can pretty much name it. And, and um, where Bielsa well, to, had to, that... It's pretty, much, it's pretty much today, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. But Sinistera probably starts. Well, somewhere. you know, Sinistera... Sinistera might well do. I, I, I think now they've been given this opportunity to start. And I think we're in a position now where whoever's injured and coming back, other than probably Cooper, uh, who I think will start as soon as he's fit, the rest of them have to wear the shirt. Uh, maybe Firpo, based on the way that he plays football and the fact that Stroik is a little bit of square peg round all type position. But like you said, he's doing a job. So I think people have to earn the shirt. And, I, and Sinistera coming back from injury, I don't think walks into the side. Uh, I think yeah. he's going to have to earn that. Because if you look at, you know, you don't drop Rodrigo. I think Harrison, uh, it sounded like he were playing well at first half and I think he got the first assist. Um, and, and you're not going to drop A.A. Runton because uh, he's playing well. So uh, out of them front three, you don't, drop Sinister, you don't drop any of them for Sinistera just because he's come back from injury. He's going to have to earn his way into the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it, mate. I think I think um, just 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 going back to click, and and it, it's really important this season that we've got a real, you know, a real mixture and a, a real, I suppose, blend of of youth and experience on that bench. And it showed today that when they brought, you know, there was a mixture. There was Klitsch, click, Klitsch yeah. came on. Um, there was there was uh, Somerville, Joffe, and and Greenwood as well. And it just, it's really, really important that we keep older players like that. I mean, there's been reports, there's been reports of Click wanting to go back to FC Twente. Um, is that a great move for him just, just for his international career? He's in his 30s. Um, you know, do you want to make that move just to play a few more international games? I don't know if it's a lot of bollocks. I've read, I mean, it is the World Cup. Cup. It, it is the World Cup, but the thing is, is. if it goes back to to you might be right with Tente, I'm I'm not sure, but I, I know there were rumours about him leaving, and the fact that I think there's been a couple of arguments about is he going to play, is he not going to play, and that sort of thing potentially. Um, but ultimately, when, when you get right down to it, is training and playing at Leeds, even if he only has ten appearances between now and World Cup, or going and playing in a poorer league, you know who, who is the where is he going to benefit most? And all it yeah, takes he, he, is one one tweaked knee, one tweaked hamstring or something, and he'll start. It's all mm -hmm. it takes. He's, mm -hmm. he's right on the periphery. You know, he's, he's you know, 12th, 13th or whatever in line to, to, to get a start. He's not a million yeah. miles away. Yeah. Even, and, and, and I think he was first brought on as well, wasn't he? Him and Greenwood came on at the same time, didn't they? 
Uh, no, they didn't. No, no they didn't. No. Yeah, sorry, Clip came on first. Joff, yeah, Joffy no, and right. Jimmy came on at the same time. But, but yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Clip, Clip came on for, for Rodrigo. So he played in the 10 to start yeah. with, in, in, just behind. And then and then we brought Greenwood on. Because um, you can only make the five substitutions over three breaks, you see. So you can only make you can't have actually five stoppages to make five subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only have three stoppages to make up to five substitutions. And um yeah, Click came on first, came on for Rodrigo in the 10, and then and then Rodrigo came on for Ro- uh, sorry, and then and then Greenwood came on for Rocker. And that 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 I automatically assume that means Click going back and Greenwood going in, in behind. Um, I did as well, but Click, it didn't look like Click it. Didn't get that memo. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, he, he look he, he I think I think a third. I think the thirty minutes from click every week is is a great option because he's he's got something you know he's shit hours in he's he winds yeah. them up he, you know that you've really got to keep an eye on him because he has got that little bit of quality and that little bit of yeah. game changer almost you know um, and yeah I just I, look I just I really really enjoyed it. his his cameo today I thought I thought it, I'd arguably said it say it changed the game. Um, well, and... just just I, you know, I mentioned before that I had the BBC play ratings in front of me. He lines up third behind the two goal scorers. Right, that's gone for less than half an hour. It tells you exactly yeah. the impact he had on the game. Yeah, yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Right, let's have a quick read through some of these comments that have been coming in, and we'll uh, we'll go through. Uh, so we've had a few on. That's me taking the piss out of Matt, saying I'm going to shave his head off <laughs> if he's letting it later. Uh, uh, right. Have American... you already talked about the Salernian one, the top one? Oh, I don't know. Couldn't shove him believe it. Timothy Teller on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, we've not talked about this. But apparently, Smart has put a bit of um, pre-season work. Yeah, a bit on. of timber on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Smart he says something along the lines of. I think you've got your eyes on back to front, so <laughs> T-shirt I've got on his baggy as fuck. He's obviously been home and got changed or something, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the first comment I just wanted to pick up on was Michael Brown. We spoke about American players um, right there at the start, actually. Um, North American players might prove to be value for money if Aronson, uh, Aronson and Tyler Roberts are anything to go by. These could do well to inquire about their international teammate, Timothy Weyer, as a striker. I remember watching actually Timothy Weyer in Aaronson's first game for the USA when after he signed for us and he scored an absolute banger. Yeah. Is that yeah. do you remember? Yeah, because uh, we we were both up at, at Daft O'Clock, weren't we? Because I just got back from Team Pablo in Valencia. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, yeah, we were both we, up it was at about Daft one o'clock in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So no, I remember, so, yeah, I remember watching that, and and it was, and I think that is. Um, direct descendant from George, isn't it? George Weyer. Nephew? Oh, is it? I thought it was son. Maybe it is. It might be. Give, give it a little Google. He is the son of former professional soccer player, Ballon d'Or winner and president of Liberia, George Weyer. President of Liberia? the president of Liberia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, the the oh, one thing that goodness. I would say, and all right, there's, there's some distance in years between the two situations. It does look good, but Fred Yadu was the second coming of Jesus. Um, so, you know, pinch of salt. <laughs> fair play, fair play. If Adams is half the player of Batty, we will do well here. Can't agree more than that. Yeah, spot yeah. on. If, if we get half a Batty, we'd be happy. Simon Johnson, uh, those kinds of player runs from heroes. On about, I think he's still, we're still on about Adams here. 
Uh, no special, but they graph for the team. They're the type of players that, as a player, you really appreciate. But as a fan, you probably don't notice that much because they're not scoring, they're not assisting, you know, they're not clipping off the line, all that sort of thing. Um, so let them click in Greenwood where effective substitution. We just touched on this. Look, I think, I think, yeah, yeah. I think Marsh. I think, I think the benefit we've got with Marsh is, and you, you said it earlier, Gilly. He's not afraid to tinker and change things up if things aren't working. He almost. He almost recognises it immediately that something needs changing. I, I, I think he was reading my tweets earlier because I said something needs to change here, and then he brought some subs on. Um, <laughs> it must have been then because nobody else could have said been. that in the same time frame or anything like well, that. No, no. <laughs> hey, up Hannah Brad, all the way from the US of A. How are you doing? Uh, nailed on penalty. Yeah, I think look, when you see it back, Gilly, you'll be fuming that that wasn't given. <laughs> Especially given that I went for free one in, in predictions league. Yeah, even worse, yeah. VAR uh, is fecking shite. If that had been Mesley on a Wolves player, I bet it would have been given. Yeah, look, we, we, we know where we stand as Leeds fans. Everybody hates us. We don't care. Um, it seemed Rodrigo didn't like Bielsa or was taking, or, or, or taking orders, sorry. So maybe him being in a bit more control in this new role, he will do better. We've seen it happen before, haven't we? You know, a lot of players, a lot of players that play, play, differently to different managers and it's, yeah. it's hard to believe and hard to understand that actually as a player sometimes if i've got a dickhead boss at work i and i didn't want to do something it's, it's their job so so yeah, yeah. i can i can see that. Uh, no I can see that. just just an additional element as that as well I, I think one one of the things that it might have even been wilco uh spoke once upon a time about coaching different players and the way that you sometimes there's a player that needs to kick up the ass and sometimes there's a player that needs an arm around the shoulders uh, and, and geeing up in that way. Some want yeah. to be barked at and they'll they'll benefit from being told off and being barked at and, and, and they'll mm. pull up the, 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 the socks that way. But some don't want that. Some just want, a, a, not, not an ego stroke, I don't mean that, but just building up. And just any stroke. Um, well, but I think from from Bielsa's perspective, he uh, the intention was there to have distance from the players, and, it, and and he made sure that that was the case, and that he treated everybody the same. Now, if you it have a player, go on. Yeah, go on, sorry. I'm just, I, yeah, I'm no, just going right. to. No, it's not. I think there's a delay. It's like Eurovision. No, it's 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 all. It, it, you're right. It, it was almost like it was regimented under Bielsa. So there was there was yeah. him, and then everybody else. Do you know what I mean? But but yeah, go on. I know I know what you were getting at. Yeah, yeah. So and and that was the point is if you've got then a player that's going to benefit from being handled in a different way, being coached in a different way, that might be why we're seeing the difference in in Rodrigo. If if he's one of those players that really benefits from being built up. And being given that kind of leadership mentality and that leadership role, I don't think we've seen it with the armband on. I think was it was, it was Cock that put the armband on when Paddy went off, wasn't it? Um, so I, I'm I'm not certain, but from a from a position of the leadership group that Jesse's talked about, he wants to have people there with responsibility in the team, and he is one of those people. So if he's got the responsibility and he's building him up, that it's might be where he does his best work. Spot on. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate. I couldn't agree more on that. Um, Michael Brown, according to Angus Kinnear, being interviewed on the Square Ball, um, other podcasts are available. Um, <laughs> Leeds will only buy players if that particular player is a good fit for the team and Callum Window is available. And if Callum Window is available, Leeds will buy him. Now, that is a that is a, a massive statement, isn't it? 
Um, I I think you know, especially with what's going on. Um, I I I'm actually after after today's result. I'm a lot more relaxed on the. I mean, I was quite relaxed anyway in terms of transfers and incomings and uh, and and where we'd strengthened everything. Um, we'll get ripped open by by good sides. We will get we'll get beaten and we will. Um, but they're not our battles. We've got to choose our battles. Our, yeah. our battles are mid mid table sides and beating the teams below us. Do you know they, they they that's how we've got to set up. If we set up it that way every week, we'll get beat by City. We'll get beat by Chelsea. We'll get beat by probably Arsenal and and a few others. Um, Liverpool. But, Liverpool and Scum probably as well, but but I'm I'm good with that as long as we can pick up enough points to be mid mid. I I, I, I Rad Rizani said the, through the week ten to fourteen is the target. There's, I mean, he also said there's absolutely it's impossible to get <laughs> it's impossible to get relegated. But I'm not. He didn't even that. say that. <laughs> Next level, he said it's impossible that we'll even be in the relegation fight. Right. Okay. That doesn't okay. mean uh, it's well, impossible for us to be relegated. We're not going to be anywhere near, according to him. And that 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 worried me a little bit. I, th- I think, but you are right. That the way that you know you touched on it earlier, the way that match teams press, and I think we start to see that with the shape now, is they'll press onto one side of the pitch, and that that that's how. So it'll it'll move out, and we saw it instantly actually last season. The players just didn't really get it. They were trying to close down in the way that they've been told to. The trigger movements of it going to the fullback, and then the the nine and the winger will push onto whichever side of the fullback it is. That leaves us exposed on the far side of the pitch, and a side that's good enough to switch the ball quickly enough in possession in transition, they'll they'll rip us open. They will. The, yeah. the, we, you can see that. And if you've got your Man Cities and and you play you, you, teams like that. They're quick on the break and fully capable. I mean, they're going to dominate the ball as well. But but um, that where we try and press, and we might sit off in those games, but where we try and press and we press on one side of the pitch, a team that's good enough at being able to spread the ball around. But that that you're absolutely right. That's not our battle. If Villa and Everton down, you look at Villa, you look at Everton, you look at Southampton, you look at Palace, maybe. I mean, they, they might be slightly better than the others I've just and named. And then the ones yeah. that, are, that are lower, your Brentfords, um, your, uh, yeah, your Bournemouths, your Fulhams, your Forests, those are the ones that we should be winning. And yeah. I think yeah. in the way that we're setting up and um, the way that we, we, we are pressing, those teams aren't going to have the quality on the ball to be able to get out of that easily. And I think yeah, that's yeah. the percentages that they're playing. So I can see why we're setting up that way. And actually... I quite appreciate that, especially, but like I said before, I want to see what it looks like and how we balance out with an actual left back that's good at getting forward and a right back that's good at getting forward and see how, how we set up then and, and what that looks like. Because, you know, I, I, I've been quite negative in pre-season because I don't think that the board have done enough. But actually, from, from a, a first 11 and what Jesse's first 11 looks like, I'm excited to see what that looks like. Good stuff. Good stuff, yeah. Um, so yeah, Michael, thanks for uh, thanks for Matt ranting for the last five minutes. Cheers for that comment. <laughs> um, Remner again. Let's hope hope Click finds his confidence and gets back to scoring screamers. Do you, well, do you think, remember think... his start in the the song and his goals just drying up? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he sang it today. Because he was scoring perlers, and then we started singing about the fact that he was scoring from twenty to. Yeah, yeah, no one since. And it stopped. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I like this idea. I do like this. 60 minutes from Rodrigo and 30 from Click yeah. every week could be a winner. You know, that is that's sort of man talking sense. I mean, it worked today, obviously. Uh, so, so we can all sit here in hindsight and say, what a great idea. But 60 minutes from Rodrigo, you know, his international experience and everything else, and then bringing on another international you know, to come and do the same job, but also be able to sit back a little bit more and and work a that yeah. little bit harder and 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 do a bit more shitty work could be could be the answer. I, I do like that, Salinam. I do like it. Um, what was Large's problem with Marge Marsh at the end? I didn't. I I, I have to admit, I switched off. I I've seen the, the the altercation on on social media, but I I don't have a clue. Yeah, I, I retweeted it. I'm just I, it, just, so... just one second while you tell everybody. I'm just going to run for a re wee really quickly. <laughs> no Sorry. worries. <laughs> I can still hear just you. Mute. Make sure you mute yourself. Yeah, you have done. You're all right. We don't we don't want to hear it. Um, so I did I did retweet it. I think um, what had happened is Marsh had gone across to shake his hand. Now I don't know if it had boiled over from something previous in the game. Um, Marsh went over to shake his hand. Uh, but the thing that I really liked is uh, Large moved away from him. Marsh wasn't having any of that at all, and he gave him a load of stick, and I've retweeted that and, and, and the video, and I, I thought that was brilliant, and I like seeing that. But what were even better was, um, and it was pointed out to me I'd missed it, um, was that um, Archie, Archie Gray were there just absolutely wetting himself at Large and, and how immature he was. And that's just a little, that's a schoolboy laughing at a, a, a Premier League manager for being immature. And I just think that, that, that so that I'd completely missed it. And now that's my favourite part of the video. And I'm hoping that I padded enough there to get you back. We're back. We're all right. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Sorry, mate. I've, I've had a few of these this afternoon while I was watching the game. And no I, bother. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, look, yeah, I, I, I haven't, I've seen the incident, obviously, but um, I don't know what it was over. I mean, I've seen it, but I don't. I don't understand why it started. I don't know if there was an. What was the? Do you know why the altercation started? Then I, I no, no, it, it was it. So um, the bit that I, I think it were only six or eight seconds or whatever, but it started just. Uh, Marsh went across to shake his hand, and he wasn't having any of it. Right, at right. But Marsh, yeah, I mean, look, somebody commented on on the probably the same video saying, look, he's aggy like the fans, and he, he fits in sort of thing. Um, which is great, and it's quite, it's quite, quite, quite fitting that he does. He is very much like us, um, right? Anyway, Michael Brown, Bielsa, bless him, but he tended to stick with the tried and trusted reluctance to change. If on the field performances weren't going well, Marsh is the opposite to that, and will be inclusive with players. Right? Yeah. No. Sorry, I get that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of similarities, but enough differences is probably the best way of of of, of comparing the two. And I, I mean, I'm past comparing the two anyway because we we you know we loved Bielsa and we will fall in love with Marsh as well uh, if we're not already. He's a Leeds United manager, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do like that he does. He's not afraid to change things up and you know go for things and and, and try all new things as well. Um, and I tell you what, Matt, we we both mentioned earlier on about how many. Uh, youth players we had on the pitch today. Um, yeah. So when you take into consideration um, who came on, Joffe, Greenwood and Somerville, um, and yep. then we all already had Stuick and Meslier, who were all signed. So we had five, this time two years ago, who were signed to be um, backups or, or youth players, which is 
which is great, and it's something we, we've been quite proud of, isn't it, over the years? And it is. It is. I um, think early, early on in um, in in one of the really early podcasts, we were talking about who we were most excited about from the youth setup that's been signed. Um, and, and you know, we, we went through those players, and it was Jimmy, it was Joffy, it was Greenwood, and so on. And I think we were, we were in that position where, um, we, you, you, what you what you now see is a youth player will look at Leeds and go, "Do you know what? There is a route through to the first team." And you look at youth players that will sign for Man City and that will sign for Chelsea, and they go out on loan, and, and you know, it's almost a, a loan farm there where they just take on too many players. Actually, there's a route through to the. If, if if you're good enough, you'll play. Yeah, and and it, not is it only a selling point for for us? It's it's it, you know the the players themselves. I mean, I've I've heard rumours this week that Cody Drama's on about. He's been told he can leave. I, I mean, I'm not sure how true it is, um, but the, actually, like you said, being a young player in and around, you know, the English Premier League, PL2, and whatever else in the league that that, that the 21s are in. They hammered Derby last night. Did they five two? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's a great time to believe, and it's something we pride at proud have prided ourselves on over the years, um, and then lost out to bigger clubs and better clubs, you know, and sold on. Whereas actually now we're in a position whereby you know we used to sell to Norwich, for instance, fucking Norwich, <laughs> Bournemouth. We used to sell to Bournemouth. And, you Lewis know, Cook. Like I that, mean, how did we let that happen? And you look at Lewis Cook was rated higher than Calvin Phillips. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And 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 it just it just shows that the where we are, we're getting back to like being Leeds United. And and uh, I mean, we'll all we've always been Leeds, and we'll always be Leeds. But what I mean in terms of being people want to come and play at Leeds United again. You know, it's not it's not it's not considered uh, necessarily a stepping stone anymore uh for for a lot of these young players there's there's real opportunity and it's really really great to see um bremner's ghost big prediction will finish 10th with 56 points hey wow. end the season now bremner i don't mind aging a year <laughs> let's do it let's do it fuck, fuck the next nine months of my life <laughs> and the world cup i'll take that i'll start your hand off <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'd take that. You, yeah, no problem. I'd take that straight away. Would you would would you age nine months for it and forget the last <laughs> nine months of your life? I don't know. I don't know. Um but I, I, if you offered me the result in the in the league, I'd definitely take it. Yeah, um, definitely. definitely. Just just another one that, that Bremner's go said there. I've just had a look. Didn't Watford win their opener last season? They did, but they only beat absolute shite in first half of the season. The only teams that beat in first half of the season were Villa, Norwich. Um, Everton and the scum, so you know they only beat shite, but but yes, <laughs> they, they they did win, and they still got relegated. We won, yes, but I think that was the uh, point they were making. <laughs> yeah. Seems like Jesse gets dirty leads. Yeah, I think he does. Look, we've we've all seen that 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 iconic challenge on David Beckham all them years ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think he really does get us and. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. I'm even more excited. I'll probably say after today's result uh, for the uh, for the upcoming season. It's how we got all the baked and Perkins. I think he's talking about the uh, you know the route and the progression. Yeah. Uh, bit of a shocker actually on Bait. Were you surprised to see him go out on loan to to Oxford? Um, I was surprised where he went, but I think if you look at getting minutes into him, 
same with Cresswell. I don't think there is any. I, I got into it. You know, I, I mentioned before that you and I don't argue on Twitter, but I did get into a debate. <laughs> Um, with with, um, with somebody called Jill, I think I think they were called. Uh, that, that was around. Um, that basically said nobody ever goes on loan if the club and the manager that they've got rate them. And I'm like, but that's complete shit. And here's a list of what I've thought of your fifty. Five different clubs before he made it. He went to Palace <laughs> and a few others, and and yeah, um, and, and so yeah, he went he went to to quite a few. Um, We've had players go out and, and very definitely were always intended to come back. So I think you know, that, that, that was a little bit of madness for me. I, 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 I don't think there's any logic in that at all. So the fact that he went there, I thought maybe he would be playing a bit of a higher standard than that. But at the same time, I'm not surprised he's gone on the principle that he's not going to be... If you look to the bench to bring on a midfielder, you're going to be looking at... Click. Um, and, and actually he showed last season that he can play that deeper role as well as the further forward role. So I don't think you would get minutes, especially if you look at um, Gabby as well, um, however you say his name, the lad that we signed from Gabby. Man City, yeah, um, who, <laughs> yeah. Who, might, who might well be ahead of him. Well, I, I want that far away. Um, who, who, might, who might be slightly ahead of him. Do you know, so it, do you know my argument? He might not even be argument? second choice. No, do you know my argument with Bate, though? I, I felt Bate was the most like-for-like replacement should Rocker get injured because that was his game? Yeah. You know when he filled in last season when he when he came, he, he, he you know he did he well against doing. Chelsea. He did, he did, and and that was his game. He, he he liked sitting in the pocket and spraying the old ball about. And I thought yeah. actually, if should Rocker touch wood, man, because I fucking hate our injury record. Um, should Rocker have anything a suspension or injury? He would be, in my opinion, the most like for like. Um, now. Clearly, clearly, Jesse Marsh doesn't think so, and he he, he sees the guys every day. You know, I'm not going to ever sort of try and over 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 educate somebody who, who does it for a living and, and has been there and done that. But um, but from what I've seen on a pitch, I would have argued that he was probably our our best light for light replacement. Should rock, should anything happen, Rocker. Um, in terms of Adams, we've got quite a few people who can do that nitty gritty. We you know, Click can get in there. We've got uh, Forshaw coming back as well. Um, yeah. And we've got, yeah. So, anyway, that's a fair point. Um, uh, just I, I skipped over a comment there because I went to Bremner's Ghost Watford question. Um, so th there was one for Michael Brown. Uh, we born with winning against Villa and Fulham Old in Liverpool. Given that those two teams are favourites for relegation, it was a vital win for Leeds, and he's right. Do you know it, 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 it's that um, early on in the season? And and this was it. the point. <clears throat> yeah, but this was the point I was making on on Twitter with a few people is. They they're saying to me, yeah, but the, the transfer window's not shut yet. It's like, yeah, but there's points available right now that we need. Mm. We can't afford to be dropping points just on the principle that well, we're going to bring somebody in next week or the week after because the transfer window's still open. We need to be picking the points up now. And he's right; it, it it really was a vital win, especially with those sides picking up points that you might think uh, in advance of the game that they weren't going to. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 that's, I mean, everyone looks at the end of the season, the table at the end of the season, but it's about picking up points throughout the season. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not. I mean, Bournemouth beating Villa, who would have imagined that would have happened on opening day, and who would have imagined Liverpool hold, being held by Fulham? But that one point or that those three points it could be the difference at the end of the season between being a Premier League side or a Championship side next season. Oh, um, somebody's offering you a bet here. Who wants to bet? <laughs> um, 
Hang on a minute before we get there. Turn four, oh, four yeah. the other, other day. I'd happily lose nine months for that finish. Bremner's ghost. I would probably, uh, I'd probably, probably lose nine months of my life for that finish as well. It sounds sad. And um, providing I got all the memories from the games and everything, and I got to to experience it, I would probably snap your hand off for that. Darko <laughs> JB JB. I thought it's Gary. JB. Ten pound says we have thirty points before the World Cup. Right, Bremner's ghost. Thirty pound. Uh, Ten pound with me now. That we don't have thirty. I, I, I'll have your bet just because it's a bet. I mean, I, I hope we have. <laughs> but um, th- ten pound goes to charity of the lose uh, the winner's choice. There you go. Um, that bet is on. Um, right then, that's the comments. Plenty of comments coming in. Thank you ever so much again. Um, we'll just wrap up then, and we'll we'll do what we normally used to do last season on on the BNC, and um, we will. First of all, give me your your. I know you only saw half the match, so your half man of the match. Click, click. Fair point. From the, yeah. the bit I saw, I'm going click. Yeah, my mine mine would have been Ironson, but he was he was much busier in the first half, and and yeah, he, he you know we, we controlled that first half. It was totally chalk and cheese from what you saw for the first 20, 25 minutes of that second half to the first half. Um, so yeah, Aronson would have been been my man of the match, and and did uh, he get the goal? Are you giving yeah. him the goal? I mean, <laughs> my FPL size says not, but we'll, uh, <laughs> I'll be taking that out with a steward's inquiry, I think. Um, and then um, in terms of Wolves, then, who, who impressed you for Wolves? Who would you like from Wolves? Not 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 just because where our weaknesses are, but who, who was their, who was arguably their most, most biggest threat? I didn't see anybody I'd take. Um, really? Gibbs White, Gibbs White looked... All right, um, I think from 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 a from a perspective of um, the you know he took a couple of set pieces that looked all right, but I won't I won't swap any of the, the the lads that I saw playing for us for any of the lads that were playing for them. The the one thing I would say is um, that SAR save from from Paddy, what a quality save. But it then was. you look at the, you know I saw that I saw the Rodrigo goal played back from the first half. And you're thinking, yeah. how the fuck have you let that in and then saved that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I, 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 I genuinely, I won't, I won't take any of their eleven for any of our eleven from today. On the back of that, you look at Mesley, how he managed to get lobbed from six yards out with the, with the with the highest lob in the world, um, <laughs> and then and then he made some cracking saves as well. Mesley was really important yeah. for us again today. Um, he's you know he's come of age. I think we, I think we, I think we, or I think we. Underappreciate probably is his his age and, and what what, yeah, what he's, no, I think where right. he's come from and everything. Um, he, yeah, he's a great great player. I think I think for me, if I, I having watched the full game, I I really like the look of their uh, their left back, their left side. In fact, that uh, eight Nori is it? And yeah, um, that's who they've given the on goal to, isn't it? Eight Nori. Yeah, and and Neto, they, they they were causing us a few problems in the first half and and early second half as well. Um, so I think it would have been them two if I was after, if I had to pick a a, a Wolves player. Um, and just looking across at the at the the player ratings from uh, from the BBC website for them, is Podence is top, but he scored, didn't he? So he's going to be top. Yeah. And the follow up to that is is Neto. Good as well. Juan looked all right. Uh, to be Juan funny. was nowhere near. He he was uh, uh, fifth fifth in the list out, out of the the eleven or twelve. I don't know how many subs are made, but um, yeah, Podent and then Neto, 
But uh, Podent is always going to be up there because he scored a goal and, and it, it massively impacts your rating from from the BBC website. Yeah, wicked. Um, any other business? Anything else you'd like to talk about from the game or anything coming up? What we got coming up? Oh, we got we got a live we got a live uh, competition at the moment, um, which is for a uh, not signed at all. It's a it's a print of a print, the yeah. championship winning team from Sporting Icons, and we've yeah we basically just check our our pin tweet. Uh, it's not even the pin tweet, maybe I don't think, but yeah, <laughs> you done well there with that one, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> to be I'm fair, you remembered more than I did. <laughs> I've, done, I've done these since you've been on, I'm absolutely. <laughs> fucked. Um, uh, yeah, just yeah, go and have a look, have a, have a retweet, enter the competition. Um, also, there's a there's a live competition by our our sponsors, which is uh CBD. We've got a live competition running as well. I like one that's done. Island tag, that's mine. It's got my name on it. <laughs> so go have a look at them at CBD underscore or at underscore CBD. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with the normal podcast. I'm not sure who's on. I can't even be asked looking to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, we'll look forward to uh, Saints Away, which I'm definitely not going to. By the way, <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> Not because of what happened last year, but because it's my daughter's eight, my eldest daughter's eighth birthday uh, next weekend. Anything else from you, Matt? No, I'm all done, mate. I think they've had enough of me. <laughs> um, Jay Carter, uh, this is Jay from the podcast, by the way, the really small one. Imagine buying a season ticket to watch a team roll around. For, we haven't spoken about that, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you expect? Wolves, every time they come, it's usually led by. You know, their their orchestrator and Jimenez uh, rolling about and stuff, but yeah, frustrating, absolutely awful to watch. And I think they might be in a bit of trouble this year with any luck. Yeah, no, I think you're right, I, and and I think there, there is a bit. You know, we, we've also not mentioned the um, <laughs> uh, the the ill-advised picture of the guy drinking the bottle of water on Twitter with the Leeds tears in it, um, which which really did not age well. Um, he but deleted yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, he has. Um, I've I've retweeted back to him and I've and I've quote, quoted him and said it seems seems like your picture's gone missing. Here it is. Um, but um, <laughs> but did you screenshot it? Yeah. Um, but the uh, do you know what? I, I kind of I mean I don't because I don't like wolves for a few reasons. Not only do I not like the diving and the cheating, but the playing the, the, the every single year I'm on about our kits, but every single year their kit is shit. I've never liked a Wolves home kit. It's shit every time. It's that awful gold mixed with baby diarrhea. And that's all that kit reminds me of every season. But um, So I don't really, I don't like them as a club anyway. But I almost, almost feel sorry for their fans having to put up with that diving and cheating every single week and getting beat. It's not even like the winning having to put up with that. They're having yeah. to watch that. And they're getting beat because the shit. So, but you know, I, 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 it, it yeah. would be too far to say that I feel sorry for him. Um, but yeah, no, come, we can get it beat. Yeah, anyway. absolutely, absolutely. And and don't don't take anything away, anything away from that Leeds United side today. You know, we we battled hard. We we deserve the win. And they're not a bad side. They'll beat some good sides this year. You know, they'll they'll go and cause some teams problems with their. Uh, you know they they break up break stuff up and and frustrate sides and stuff. So look, we we did we we did well to get three points out of today, especially going one one nil behind. I think I think 
every credit has to go to Jesse Marsh and the team and 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 what they've been doing in pre-season. So look, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Buzzing. I'm uh, really excited to see, especially when we've got a couple more attacking players as well to come, especially when you look at the lineup, start lineup today, and you can throw people like Dan James and Sinistera on, even if it's from the yeah. bench, you know, we've got we've got a lot to look forward to this season. So so yeah, we'll see you all again uh, on Tuesday. Um any more comments before we do shoot? Orange Burnley. Uh rather be dirty than a diver. See you Tuesday. Cheers, Bremners. And that bet is on. Uh thank you everybody. <laughs> Ever so much for joining us to everybody. Thanks, Gilly, for being uh, fashionably late in a non-fashionable shirt. Um, <laughs> I've been Luke and uh, been joined by Gilly. Thank you ever so much. See you Tuesday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke After Match podcasts. We've three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.